Welcome to the top three podcasts for entrepreneurs, your place to get the very best tips, tricks, and tactics from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Here's your host, Stephanie Burns, founder of Chic CEO. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Top 3 Podcast. I'm Stephanie Burns, founder of Chic CEO, and today I'm really excited to have with me Pat Flynn, founder of Smart Passive Income, and he's a beloved thought leader in the areas of online entrepreneurship, digital marketing, and lifestyle businesses. He's routinely celebrated for his transparent leadership style and authentic principles. Pat overcame career adversity at an early age by finding his own path and true passion, and despite his success in business, Pat's greatest joys are spending time with his beautiful family and friends, as well as helping to inspire and educate others on how to succeed with their own entrepreneurial careers. And today we're going to talk to him about his top three tips for creating smart passive income. Hi, Pat. How are you? I'm doing well, Stephanie. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're really excited to have you. I'm super stoked about this. And it's funny you mentioned my kids because you actually got to meet uh, them and my wife actually uh, last week. Yes, they are so adorable. Your whole family is just too cute. I can hardly stand it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm truly blessed for sure. You are. And for Halloween, you dressed up as a Star Wars family. <laughs> we did. And I saw your comment on my Instagram video uh, <laughs> with my costume as a Darth Vader, or as Darth Vader doing the running man. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the whole movie. Right? Right? So uh, today we're going to talk about your top three tips for creating passive income. And before we get started, I always like to ask our guests to give us a success quote, something that you live by in your daily work life that helps you and impacts you. What is a quote that you live by every single day? Sure. Well, I love quotes. I have a podcast at the end of, uh, I have a podcast called Ask Pat. And at the end of that show, I, I share a, a different quote and there's over 200 of them now. So I'm, I'm a quote freak. And, and it's really interesting because I was trying to figure out what quote I should share on your show. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go with a Pat Flynn original. And so this is my own quote. And that is your earnings are a byproduct of how well you serve your audience. So tell us a little bit about what you mean by that and how you've seen that really affect your business. Sure. I mean, the more I've been able to help people, the more money just come back my way, the more uh, recognition, the more authority, the more trust. It's all about helping people. And, and that is my primary goal. And whenever I share that with other people and they make it their primary goal, they find that it just helps to guide them in the right direction to those earnings and everything else that they want while starting their business. And so it's not about the money. And I've built businesses specifically knowing that I was getting into a profitable niche and it wasn't necessarily something I was passionate about. I really, I really wasn't getting into who I was serving. I just wanted to get in that niche because I knew it was profitable. And each of those businesses have failed. The ones that have been the most successful are the ones where I didn't even really start them for the money. I started them to help people, one in the architecture industry, another one here in the online business, and I have another business in the security guard training industry, and one uh, helping people start a food truck. And each of those, its purpose is to serve that particular audience. And the better I can do that, the better those sites perform. And I'm sure that you can agree with this. When you come across someone who's building a business that you can you can really tell when they're not being genuine, or you can really tell when they're not there to serve their market. It's very transparent. It's very easy to see. Oh, it's it's so easy. And, you know, I can't tell you how many email lists I've subscribed to. I've, I, I subscribe to a bunch of email lists because I love to learn by actually just being a part of those people's audience. And, and oftentimes, you know, I get emails where it's obvious that I'm I'm not 
you know, they don't care about me. They just care about my credit card, <laughs> you know. So whenever I'm subscribed to a list and they're focused on getting to know me first and my problems and my issues and then delivering stuff that helps me with those that, you know, delivering solutions for those, then I know that they actually care. And oftentimes I'm happy to spend money with those people who are building a relationship with me first to to try and understand what they can do to better serve me. And that's the way I approach my business and my audience as well. And it's obviously working amazingly for you. So tell me um, a surprising secret about you that lets our, our community know a little bit more about Pat. Sure. Well, I am all about my family. And as a result of that, I'm a complete night owl. So I don't even start work until 9pm at night. Jeez. So my work hours are from nine to typically midnight to 1am. And so I, I work three to four hours a day. Typically, if I have a launch coming up, you know, there's a lot more hours involved. But that's those are my normal hours. And the reason for that is because, you know, I do business the way I do. And I built them in the way I built them so that I can spend time with my kids and be there with my family. My kid, uh, my my son is four and he just started preschool. My daughter's two and they're growing up so fast and I don't want to miss anything. And I'm so lucky that I've been able to spend, you know, almost 24 seven with them since they were born. And I appreciate that. But now that my kids are getting older and they're rambunctious and they're crazy, I, I can't even try to work during the day without just being frustrated and, and getting interrupted all the time. And I found that I get more work done in the three to four hours after they're asleep than trying to work eight hours during the day when I'm getting constantly interrupted because, you know, in terms of productivity, the, those transitions in and out of focus mode, the, those add up big time. Big time. Big time. So I, so I just focus all of my energy and creativity in the night. And uh, I, I'm more of a night owl anyway. I mean, I, I know some people do the same thing, but they do it before their kids are awake. You know, they wake up at early. I am more creative. I write better and um, you know, get more done at, at the night hours. I'm so jealous of that. When it hits around 9 o'clock, I'm brain dead. There's <laughs> no more that's coming from that. I'm so jealous. But you know what? I'm an, I'm an early bird, so um, I probably should be getting up around 4 mm-hmm. <laughs> and getting all that done. That's cool. So we're going to jump into your top three tips in creating passive income. And your first tip is understand that it's not going to happen right away and you will have to work hard and invest the time up front. So tell us what you mean by that. You know, a lot of people hear these success stories and these incredible interviews and case studies of people who have become successful. And we don't necessarily get to hear the entire story. We all, I always bring up Rovio, the creators of Angry Birds, and they they you know, just seemed to overnight become a success when actually Angry Birds was, I think, the 60th game that they created. And a lot of people don't realize that. Tim Ferriss came out of nowhere with Four Hour Workweek, but people don't realize that that was turned down by, you know, 22 publishers. And he did a lot of work networking and, and building relationships beforehand to put himself on the map when that book finally came out and was published. And so you have to realize that if you're going to create any sort of business, and especially one that will eventually become somewhat passive for you, it's going to take time and and you're going to have to invest that time up front. Passive income is about not, it's, it's, it's not about putting hours in to receive, you know, money as a result of, of that. You know, it's not like a one-to-one, you put in X hours, you get paid for X hours. You put in X hours up front and you might get paid over time for you know, years. And I, I've built businesses back in 2008 that are continually making money for, for me every single month. And at this point, I'm putting maybe one hour of work in a month just to upkeep those sites. Whereas in the beginning, you know, it was hours a day mm. for 
almost a year even to just get that authority and build that that trust with not only my audience but with Google to get the rankings that that were required to get the results that I have now. So it's going to take a lot of work and you just have to know that that's the case because I think some people they feel that it should be happening much faster especially when they read all these success stories or hear about them. Um, but when you're in the trenches, it's hard and you want to give up and things aren't happening as fast as you want to. It's it's going to take work. And you know what? If this was easy, everybody would be doing it. That's true. And I feel like the reason it's hard, the reason it's not easy, the reason it takes a while is because it's sort of the universe's way of weeding out the people who don't really want it. And so you got to really want it and go bust through those uh, hurdles and um, or not bust through them, but jump over them, of course, and, and, and you know, just know that's going to be hard work, but you also want to work smart too because there's a difference between just working hard but working uh, smart. You don't necessarily have to work harder to get better results. Sometimes it's just a couple of tweaks. So that's where connecting with other people and getting advice and uh, continuing the learning process moving forward is really important too. And I think that you're really a testament to to this notion as well in that you really set up your business and put in the time to make sure that by the time, you know, everything was working like clockwork and now you're only working maybe an hour a month on each one of these income streams that you truly get to stay at home with your kids, which is what, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs want to do. Um, and so I, I love that you say this because that's, it sounds like you really did put in all the hours and the time and the sweat and the hard work so that the payoff is you get you get time with your kids today. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I'm blessed because I'm here with them at home and I put them to bed every night and I'm like, yes, that was an awesome day. I got to spend time with my kids. Let's work hard so I can continue to do this tomorrow. Right. right. Oh, I love that. So your second tip is uh, a quote from Anne Frank saying, no one has ever become poor by giving. And you say, give, 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 don't hold anything back, build authority, build trust through giving and serving. Yeah, this goes along with my quote, you know, your earnings are a byproduct of how well you serve your audience. But I love that quote by Anne Frank because the more you give, the more you get. It's just the, the way the universe works, the law of reciprocity. And a lot of people try to hold back. You know, when, when everybody talks about, you know, okay, give give your best content for free, give everything away, and eventually it'll come back to you. You know, a lot of people hold those things back because they feel like, well, if I give away everything for free, how am I going to actually get paid? Um, but there are a lot of ways, you know, there's a great example, actually, when I built my first business at greenexamacademy.com, this is a site to help people pass a specific exam in the architecture industry. I had spent about a year, a little over a year, actually, just pumping content and helping people on that site and without asking for anything in return. And then eventually I got hooked up, or I, eventually what happened was I got laid off and then I tried to turn that into a business and I was worried because I was like, wow, I, I already gave everybody everything they needed to know. Like, what else could I do? Could, I can't write a book because everything's there already. People would complain that they can just all, all get that stuff for free. And I connected with a bunch of, excuse me, entrepreneurs who were like, you know what, Pat, I understand that, but people will pay for convenience. And if you've delivered value up front, people are going to find ways or want ways to pay you back. And so along those two points, you know, I've sold over 15,000 copies of that book wow. that I that I wrote to help people pass this exam and it's still selling today. And one person out of those 15,000 had ever made a comment about the same about the fact that the content was the same on the blog as it was on in that book. Wow. So, of course I gave that person a refund, but you know, 14,999 people got 
their money's worth and were able to pass this exam. And it, it is more convenient to sort of get that content in a book. And it's, you know, when people pay for something also, it kind of in, in their mind, it's like, okay, now I have to use this. And I have to put it to work because I don't want my want money to go to waste. So you're actually doing your audience a disservice sometimes by not packaging the things that you've already offered in a way that's more easily consumable. But along that second point, what was really interesting was when I launched that book in October of 2008, I would say, and I, I, this isn't a, I, didn't, I don't know specifically how many, but I would, I would guess that about 25% of my initial sales during that month were from people who had already passed the exam. They didn't need the book. Wow. But I got a number of emails from people saying, Pat, thank you for creating this because I finally have a way to give back to you for oh. all that you've done for me. And that was the, that, I mean, that was my first experience with, with online business and making sales online. And that's sort of driven my direction moving forward and why I'm all about serving because you will, you know, get to a point where you're delivering so much value. People are going to look for ways to pay you back. And then it's just about giving people those opportunities, whether it's through a book or perhaps all the way up to specifically access to you as well. Wow. I love that. That's a great story, Pat. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Thank you. So your third point or your third tip for us in creating passive income is, and I love this, and I think we're going to have a lot to talk about this, is map out the processes within your business and note which ones actually require a human touch. Uh, you say oftentimes software can automate things for us, and if something does require a human to do it, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm still learning this too. I'm sure. I've just recently, um, you know, over the past year, I've been, been building a team to help me do a lot of the things that need to be done in my business that I used to always do myself. And there's a lot of things that go along with that. One, you know, I'm a dude, I'm a guy, so I, I, you know, I won't ask for directions if I get lost. I try to figure things out on my own and that's totally not the way to do it. You know, I don't know if that's a guy thing or just a pride thing, but, you know, I've learned since working with VAs and my, now my team who here who is local in the U.S., just how amazing it is to work with other people and let go a little bit of the things that you shouldn't be doing yourself. And so, you know, taking a little bit of a note from Chris Ducker, over at chrisducker.com, one of my good friends, he wrote a best-selling book called Virtual Freedom, talking about all about building your team and, and delegating work, um, you know, really crunching down, okay, what is it that you don't know how to do? What is it that you hate doing? And then what is it that you shouldn't be doing? And trying to create those those columns of, of and those, those bullet points, it really shows you, wow, okay, I'm not putting my time in where I should be. And so now I'm at a point Almost, I would say maybe 95% where I'm only doing the things that only I can do and everything else is handled by somebody else. Um, this, is, this is really what's going to help you do more that, that you want to do, whether it's something related to your business or something outside of your business. You know, this is the passive part of it. You know, and yes, there's software out there. You know, that was my first sort of, you know, when I started my business, I read the four hour work week, automation, all that stuff. I found software to help deliver this book to people automatically after they purchased and then money would just go into my PayPal account. Like I would wake up and there would be more money in my account. And that was so cool. That was my first taste of this passive income thing. But it's been that that was the software solution for that process. There's a lot of processes that I was doing on my own that I'm now sharing with other people in my team, for instance, and, and actually just today. Uh, episode 134 of my podcast came out and that was the first podcast episode that I handed off to somebody else to produce. Wow. Out of 130, I did the first 133 <laughs> on my own, even tagging the files and editing them and doing all the graphics and everything. 
all me. And to see this post, this draft of this post and the, the audio file exactly where it's supposed to be, all the right tags done when I woke up this morning without having to do any of it myself, oh, such a good feeling. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> That's great. I know I have somebody working on the editing of this podcast, which um, is very, very different for me because normally I'm in in depth with everything I do. And I, I know that I've got so much more automation to do in terms of my own business. So tell me some of the software programs or apps that you like to use that really help you automate some of the things that you're doing. Obviously, you read Chris Ducker's book. Um, I'm reading it. You've introduced me to him. He's great. I'm going to try to get him on the podcast as well. But cool. what are some of the things that you do daily or use daily to help you automate? Well, there. I mean, I mean, we could talk hours about this, but there's a lot of different tools that help with what I do, from all the way from learning to, uh, you know, giving access to the community or maybe social media or email marketing. You know, all all the way through, there's different software that I use. Um, so let's see. In terms of social media, you know, I use you know Hootsuite to just manage all that. It's just one stop for all of my social media uh, marketing needs. Um, I use a tool also called Meet Edgar, which is a tool that helps me sort of automate my tweets and, and, and schedule posts ahead of time and things like that. So just taking myself out of that equation, but having it be the engine that drives the conversations in my social media accounts. And that's been working really well too. I've been, you know, Aweber, and now I'm getting involved with Infusionsoft to help automate my email and sales funnels even more. And, uh, you know, just, you know, having the VAs involved, uh, too, or, and, and the teams is obviously helping, uh, you know, Gmail for my email account and being able to filter, you know, having an assistant go through and filter through all those, um, using, you know, Zapier and if this, then that, and all these other tools to help just do things that I've wanted to do. Dropbox has been amazing for helping with automate certain processes, especially in terms of production for certain pieces of content and podcasts that I come out with. Um, so, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things uh, out there that are helping me. I think another big one would be Evernote for learning purposes. You know, one of the things I have been doing a lot now is really focusing on productivity and where my time is spent in the learning aspect of my life. And I remember, oh gosh, a couple of years ago, I would read five, six blog posts a day, listen to a couple podcast episodes every day. And it was great. I would learn so much. But then I wouldn't have time to implement everything because I was just learning all day long you know, and reading books too along top of that. And so I've learned to just learn what I need to know for the next task that I need to do. Everything else that comes my way through RSS feeds, through the Twitter stream, through wherever, if I see good content out there, I just kind of use Evernote to put it away for later when I'm going to be talking or specifically need help on that particular topic. So this is what we call just-in-time learning. And it's been completely revolutionary for me in terms of, opening up a lot more time to do what I need to do. And also when I move on to a different topic, for example, I already have a list or a, uh, a bunch of articles in Evernote ready for me so I don't have to go fishing for them later. Right. I love Evernote and I do the same thing. I can get caught up in reading, 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 and then get behind on what I need to be working on. And so I kind of make a deal with myself that I see if I see something cool, I'll clip it, put it into Evernote, and then if I'm on a plane or if I'm on the train or I'm riding the car or I'm doing something, waiting for an appointment or something, that's when I'll, I'll sit and read it on my phone or my iPad and give myself permission to do it then. But uh, those are great tips. So <clears throat> we always like to ask our guests to give us a book recommendation, a book that you feel has really made a difference in your business or your life. So tell us a book that you think our community should definitely read. 
Sure. This is one of my favorite books recently. I've read it three times now within the last three months because I've needed help with this. And this is something I think all entrepreneurs need help with. And that's uh, this book is called The One Thing by Gary Keller. The subtitle is The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results. And just the way it's written, but I mean, the, the message is clear. You've got to be focusing and working on one thing at a time. And as hard as, as it is for us entrepreneurs, the book does a really great job of proving to you why you need to really focus on one thing at a time and how to do that, how to manage that, but also the consequences if you don't do that. And that, that was the big thing for me. And, 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 you know, I love the way that it breaks down, you know, not just like, okay, make your priority list and then start on the first one and don't think about anything else. But no, it gives really concrete examples and, and really cool methodologies and philosophies for this sort of thing. And how, you know, sometimes that one thing is actually a really small thing. And trying to find out what that next thing is is also really important. And I love the analogy he uses in the book about the sort of domino effect. Because sometimes just one small little change that can make a massive difference. And, you know, you think about a domino, an actual domino. It can actually knock over a domino. You know, if you row, if you align them up, you know how like you used to do in your kids. And you flick one down and they all go in a circle. And, you know, just that one little flick in the, in the, in the beginning creates like jewels of energy all the way around if you've set them up correctly but then a domino can actually knock over a domino that's one and a half times bigger than itself and so if you were to create the sort of row of dominoes growing in size uh, over time if you put 73 of those each of those growing one and a half times uh, bigger than the previous the 73rd domino would reach from the earth to the moon wow and that little tap from that one and a half inch domino on the bottom would knock over that giant domino from the earth to the moon. So just really focusing on, okay, well, what is, what, what are the dominoes and where do I start? Wow. That's great. I haven't read the book, but I heard that it's great. So I'll definitely put that on my list now. Pat, I loved, loved, loved talking to you today about your, um, your top three tips for creating passive income. Can you leave our community with a challenge, something that you know will impact their business today if they actually take on your challenge? Yeah, I mean, I would challenge you to see what else you could potentially hand off to somebody else. That was a big theme, I think, of today's chat between you and I, Stephanie, is just, you know, the power of actually letting go a little bit of your business, but giving it to somebody who perhaps can be, you know, a little bit better than you at doing it. You know, that that was the, another thing with my experience with outsourcing was, you know what, like, I could do these things myself. And yes, I appreciated the fact that I took the time to figure out how it worked. But when I handed them off, not only did I save time, but those things were done much better than I could do on my own. And, uh, you know, it's it was a little bit hard for me to spend that money up front to get hired help, but it's always come back many times over. That's great. Well, that's our challenge for our community. Definitely a challenge for me. I'm up for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, Pat. We hope to have you on again. Thanks, Stephanie. Thanks for having me, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Top 3 Podcast. If you're looking to start a business, come on over to chic-ceo.com to get all of the information you need to get moving. If you're looking to grow your existing business, you aren't quite ready for a business coach, but you know you need some higher level business strategy, the Chic Elite program is a perfect fit. So head on over to chic-ceo.com to check out all the resources and for the show notes to today's episode.